Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla, wrestling.com. I'm joined by Robert D. Fleece tonight to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how are you doing? Doing great, Colin. You always got my name right, and I appreciate that. I do. You're, you're I always worry that I get it wrong. You're, I'm good. You got my name right every single time, and I appreciate it. I'm doing all right. Look, it's the road to WrestleMania, and I tweeted this yesterday. This felt like one long pit stop. Like, this is, this is not the road to WrestleMania that I want to be on. But this is the road that we are on, so let's let's get to that destination, pal. It's like when you're stuck in traffic and you want to pass and like get in the fast lane, but you can't. There's just, there's no way to move. You're just you're stuck. There's no real forward movement. You're just kind of like trudging along, like less than five miles an hour. Uh, well, there is no fast lane this year. I guess that, uh, I guess <laughs> very apropos. Boy, maybe maybe the road will be a little better if we got fast lane, but we had the Elim- elimination chamber instead. But I don't know how that went down. But you know, I was we were talking before we went on the air, Robert, and there was a point probably ten minutes in the show tonight where I just thought, "What the blank am I watching?" Like we had yet again the replay of the Madison Square Garden attack of uh, Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar, which did not excite me anyway. I was like, "This angle's not that cool. You can stop replaying it." But it has become the 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 central point of focus for this entire build and it's like it's not that cool in the first place like it's it's not it's just, he just beat him up <laughs> it's not well he bloodied him i guess like you made the beast see his own blood you know it's it's fine it's a fine angle back in the day they used to run angles like this and just carry wrestlemania with the one angle they're really there's so many parallels to this year's wrestlemania to like wrestlemania one and that's concerning. That's like very concerning. What do you mean by that? I mean, if you look at the whole card, the entire card is you have you have no need to know what's going on going into this card. You can be a complete rando and jump in and you got it. Because it's Giant Oxville, it's Logan Paul, it's Pat McAfee, it's likely Vince McMahon. You know, like you can just completely jump in cold and you're good. Yeah, and, and and that's what they do. Like they they are catering to the casual fan, the people that are probably just are really just probably going to watch WrestleMania and then and then dip like, and, yeah, then, and then yeah. dip. Yeah, that's, you know, and that's, that's what they do. That's fine. But it's not as as you and I, people that are watching every week. Like there there are plenty of uh, frustrating parts of that. Robert, I think we're in trouble because we've gotten three comments now where people seem to really be digging SmackDown tonight. We got Ricky with a seven out of ten. Pretty good. We had Nesha from the show. Good to see you, Nesha, saying loved SmackDown tonight. We had Stephen Chambers saying SmackDown killed tonight. Better than last week. It was better than last week. But I'm sitting here, and but we was talking about it. Like it, we're we're either on, in a pit stop or we're stuck in traffic. We're not really like digging this well, road WrestleMania. Well, like, it's not getting better. Not well, successfully. Like, he, here's my thing, though. Like. I'm sure SmackDown killed it tonight. All right. It was a fine episode of SmackDown. I'm sure I believed that too when it wasn't like, oh boy, I really hope that there's something I can latch on to in conversation. Because that's the problem. Everything I want to say about the show, I can say in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And we got to go 30. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, we're, we're going all, all over the place. We already got ratings. I mentioned the seven a minute ago. DJ going with a 10 out of 10. National 8.5. I'm like, folks, I, lo- I love the news. We got, we got Rich with a zero out of 10. That's like closer to where I'm at right now. But I will not go with zero, obviously. It, but... It's like a four, folks. Like, you're, it's, 
chill on the 10. Oh, Michael, I'm so, I don't mean to be a downer, okay? I'm sorry. Don't change the phrase from Debbie Downer to Colin Downer, okay? I try so hard. It's also not illiterate, so you can't change <laughs> it to Colin Downer. Cranky, cranky Colin or whatever. I don't know. But I try, folks. I try to come here and be positive, okay? Like, if you if watch the NXT show, you know I've, I've hated 2.0 for a while. And this week, I was actually like, hey, it's actually getting kind of decent. I come here now. And it's not like I said out the start of the show on SmackDown being like, all right, I'm not, I want to come on, I want to come on this podcast. I just want to crap over all over SmackDown. Like I don't want to have a bad time. I just there's so many things where I I'm just like aggravated, and they're not even new things. Like we had the start of the show. I mentioned we had the Madison Square Garden thing again. We had Roman coming to the ring. Then just so many small things just just accumulate. We had Roman Reigns uh, and Paul Heyman in the ring. You know, acknowledge me, blah blah blah. Paul Heyman gets a text message. From bitter nemesis of Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, who says he's not going to come, he's not going to be able to get the SmackDown, having some travel problems, his flights, his flights grounded, or whatever, uh, whatever. And then Amanda's like, "Oh, well, it's fine. I want to smash him anyway, but he's too much of a coward." And then Heyman's like, "Oh, he just said his plane landed, so they run away." And then, okay, just pause there. That was just like convoluted. Like, why, why, like it's like a fake swerve thing like they don't need to do that but like okay then the show picked up then the show picked up we had brock lesnar come in he's driving a forklift that gave me life he was laughing like a maniac it was actually pretty that was cool okay i liked that and then the man rips a door off a truck he's an absolute beast and i that was cool carries the door to the ring says that roman reigns has uh, awaken the bipolar beast, direct quote, and it's gonna it's blood for blood WrestleMania, and that's what we're doing now. Uh, and I should mention to Herman saying Roman yet again, new new shirt. Uh, what I think uh, greatness on on a different level. Like that's why he says God mode. Cool. So like mixed bag, but the forklift thing, the, the ripping off the door thing. Cool. I'm 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 here for that. So at that point, they brought it back a little bit, but just later they're like we'll talk about other things as well. But like. Just right off of that, it put me in a bad mood. Or it was like the production and then the fake swerve out. It's just like, it's always just a mixed bag, it feels like. I'm not trying to be cranky. And that's just saying I'm a down in two. Folks, I'm it's, sorry. It's, I love your enthusiasm, but like, there so are for things me, that it's not that about. it's a bad show. It's that it's a boring show. Like, it was, it was a great show. Like, paint by numbers paintings are fine, but like, they're boring. And this was a boring show like i like nash just said there's 15 days till wrestlemania and i swear it might as well be six months because i don't feel like we're not anywhere near wrestlemania i don't feel ex jesus i don't feel anything to be excited about um it's just concerning you know it's yeah very concerning you know, yeah, like I, I want to be excited for WrestleMania. I want to be like into the matches, into the the, the road, and and invested, and and you know, just I'm you know, just generally excited. But like, the even, I mean, I'm not gonna be dramatic. It's like, oh, they ruined the build, like the the, 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 the fake swerve out. But like, they 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 added a little more in, intrigue with with the 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 car thing. Like, okay, kind of cool, drove a forklift. Like, it was exciting. Um, but again, this whole thing is just really built around the attack. And to me, it's like they've run into that underground already. I will point out, we got Eddie saying, you know, you can tell that Brock's enjoying this run. He's doing whatever he wants to do. He's, he's, he's already talked about it in several interviews. Like he's actually being himself. And, and you can tell that he's like really digging it. He's talking, he's literally said like he's invested, having a good time and that shows and that's good. Uh, uh this match is one thing, but, um, you know, 
we got like so the, the, the other matches in general um it's just not really doing it like the, the way then the show ended with a very admittedly pointless uh segment for charlotte flair ronda rousey where you know charlotte supposedly had a challenge for ronda rousey quote unquote it was like charlotte's challenge she comes out calls ronda a one-trick pony yet again even though ronda has two tricks now which makes yeah. zero sense I laughed at that. That oh, she's a one-trick pony, even though she now you have an ankle lock. It's like okay, that's at least two, at least so, two. You know that's a little silly. And then I she says she had a challenge, but then she just insulted her, beat her up, and that was that. Um, I thought they're gonna make it like a, a submission match, then show up around a kendo stick. Now I'm thinking they might like announce it over the weekend. It could even happen this night. I don't know where they might add like a stipulation, but it's like it doesn't need a stipulation. Like this is their. I, well, I think they had a singles match years ago, but like we haven't seen it's not a match we've they seen. They had a we, singles match three and a half years ago at Survivor Series 2018 when Charlotte was the replacement for Bex. Right, right. But like they haven't had a singles match for the world title on WrestleMania or anything like that. But, you know, I think it'll be a good match. Don't be a good match. As always, the match is going to be fine. It's going to be good. Like, they're two very, very talented people. You can't dispute that. I'm just saying, like, I always prefer it when you have a good story in, in heading into a good match, whereas this is, like, Charlotte turned it into, like, a, a legacy measuring contest where she was like, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm a better champion or whatever. You're going to go back home and have some babies. Um, I just, like, and again, they're, they're, they're such, they're, they're two big stars. Like, this, this should feel like a big deal, and, like, it does, but the story they're telling is, like, it's not all that interesting in, in itself. Um, so, that, you know, the, I guess the one thing I finally care about, like, the, the lower card matches, I'm on, I've am i talked about before, I'm interested in the Brock Roman thing. They Again, the forklift thing kind of adds a little more intrigue tonight, but the Charlotte-Ronda thing, not so much. Again, good match, but it's going to be a good match, but the story, not really doing it for me. Um, you know, we had Nesha agree saying that the build-up for us made itself here sucks. Hard to disagree. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, we got Steven saying, kind of based on the general pattern we're seeing, the more Charlotte keeps beating up Ronda, the more I think Ronda will win. Ronda's winning. I, I mean, yeah. like, you know, there, there's a certain level of what the hell if you bring Ronda back just to have her lose to Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Ronda needs to win, hold the belt for a year, and then merge them with Becky. That's what they're doing. I, I wouldn't have done that. I would have had Ronda win and had her challenge Becky because you'd think we would have learned through the pandemic that life isn't guaranteed. So you should just do things that you can do while you can do them. But no, no, we're going to draw this out. And by the way, the whole story, the whole reason she picked Charlotte is just to go, I'm not going to pick Becky. Yeah, It's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not that's not the story I would tell. No, no, and again, that's why it's kind of struggled from from the get-go here. It's like it's kind of stumbling out of the blocks in a way. Um so yeah, that makes it a little hard to kind of get into it in the first place. Another thing it makes sense for Ronda to win. And I mean Charlotte's been champion for a while, like before she even swapped belts with Becky, and that was back in October. So 
Um, but no, I agree. I, we were talking about before, like the thought that they could do Roman and, and the rock WrestleMania 39, like that trying to do a, a one year build for that. Like you can't assume you're going to be, you're going to be able to do anything a, a year in advance. So like, granted it's happened before in a, in a pre pandemic world, you know, years ago of rock and Cena, but things are different now. So to me, as, as you said, you got to do things kind of when you can, cause there, there are no guarantees. Uh, Steven's saying though, he does care about the few don't, doesn't like how the building the match though. So he, he sounds like he's invested, uh, inherently. But it doesn't like the specific way these they're going about here. Um, interesting comment. I mean, and probably kind of a true one. I, I see the merit here. Michael's saying Charlotte's like the Tom Brady of the wrestling industry here. I mean, we talk about all her titles and accolades. Can't really disagree with that. Um, obviously, her, her resume speaks for itself. And again, that's why I think they're going to have a good match. But uh, I don't know. And then, anyway, yeah, maybe maybe this would be a little more interesting if it was a submission match or if they did something. Because like for me, I don't they, think they need it. Like, they don't think... need it. But I'm just saying the build has been so lackluster that like that might kind of help a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, it's ironic because yeah. because we have you know, there are other matches as well. You know, ironically, you mentioned. Um, I think we were maybe we talking about before the before we were on the air. The whole like general sentiment is like, oh, you've got to like work really hard to get on the WrestleMania card, whereas Johnny Knoxville has a match. Ironically, his match in the storyline is one of the more interesting ones on the card. Like it's one of the actual stories that feels worth not worthy, but like like a traditional WrestleMania build where it started in January, they've, they've been going and they've looped in the Jackass premiere and everything. Uh, and now tonight, Sammy uh, threw down stipulation for uh, anything goes match. Uh, Johnny Knoxville accepted. So ironically, I've been critical about it, but like at least the story there is a little more interesting with the whole plane prank and the Jackass premiere and everything. Like at least it's like more interesting. So, you know, I'm not trying to knock, like knock them. I'm more into that match than I am half of the card right that's why and that's like, weird it's weird you know we should be interested in the matches that should that are actually you know consequential the 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 futile matches there are or you know the lengthy feuds or whatever um whereas that one like i don't i can't speak for Knoxville, obviously but like i don't imagine him doing as like as it to be on every week you know it's this is probably a one-time thing or or at least like i don't, I don't know I, I haven't heard anything otherwise but uh DJ asked me if I'm not a Jackass fan. I mean, like, it's fine. Like, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> that, that's not well, the problem with it. I'll, I'll disagree with you there. Jackass is fantastic. <laughs> like, it's who doesn't want to see you know human beings just do the worst things possible to themselves with the idea of you know goofing around with your friends. But like, Giant Oxo, like even this match feels. Dated, like if you're gonna have John Knoxville at WrestleMania, you probably should have done that like 20 years ago. Yeah, you know. At the very least, they had a new movie come out this year, so like there, there's some timeliness to it, you know, and like it makes some sense in that way. But yeah, it's not like Jackass is is the new popular thing. Like you know, it's been a thing for a long time. Um, it is interesting that it's going to be an anything goes match, so you can pretty much assume it's going to get pretty crazy. We got Eddie saying uh, Johnny's going to do some kind of crazy bump. I mean, probably, but at the same time, like, I don't know. You know, um, I don't know how much. He, I mean, I, I know he does jackass. I, mean, I don't know like how much he's really going to be doing in terms of like, you know, doing anything all that crazy. I think it will kind of be a, a happy medium there. But uh, other things, you know, at least of note here, we had Natalia and Shayna Baszler add the women's tag team title match. 
was also kind of weird. We had a very, very good match. We had a couple of comments saying that the match that preceded this was the match of the night. Uh, we had uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks facing Raw stars, Liv Morgan and Ray Ripley. Robert, the brand split is dead. It was a very good match. It was fun. It was good. They actually got time. It's funny what happens when they actually let town people wrestle and, and, and you know, do something. Uh, good match. And then Shane Bay was learning entire interfere. If I remember correctly, they lost last week, which isn't the best because, like, if you're going to do this anyway, why, like, could have had to win a match. But, uh, and then they, they attack both teams, DQ, champions come in and join in on the attack. And rather than attacking the champions, Natalia just does the, the belt gesture and walks away. And I was like, why, why would they not attack two? Like, why would you not attack the champions? Stop it with the logic. I can't, oh, okay, I can't. Like, okay. I, I just I think I want to make to. sense. I, it's it's not that much to ask. It's really not. Uh, well, look, it's fine. I want a. I, I want a gauntlet at this point. I want the Bell Twins. I want Trish and Lita. I, I, just do it. Just do the whole thing. The whole nine. Go go all the way in. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta just just do this this right. And the Bell Twins should win the belt. You know, because, that would, you know what that would be, Robert? That would be stupendous. If they that would be in. stupendous. That would be a Bella for each night of WrestleMania. The, twice the Bella, twice the stupendousness. This, this, and you know, like, that's what it is. Like, If they don't do that, if, if we are kind of sticking with presumably these four teams, because they officially didn't announce afterwards that uh, Shane and Natalya got out of the match. So right now it's, it's four teams. You got Sasha, Naomi, the champions, Carmella, and Zelina Vega, who are... 100% going to lose the titles versus Liv Morgan and Ray Ripley. And now, as I said, Shane Baszler and uh, Natalia. So I feel like it has to be, uh, un again, unless it's you bring in the Belgian to something, it has to be Sasha and Naomi. Like, I don't see any anybody else winning here. Yeah, but Rhea and Liv, though. Like, I'm good. Why, why not? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Colin, I, Colin there, there is a, there's a section of the audience... That watches Euphoria and maybe some other things that I'm sure is just all about Rhea and Liv. Okay, they they're a good looking team. I just not when you got Naomi and Sasha right there, right? Unless you're gonna do the Belton. So I would say I would probably agree that uh, if 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 this is the match, it's probably gonna be Sasha and Naomi. If it's not. Uh, then maybe the Bell Twins or something else a little crazy like Hold that. Hold on, I just want to I just want to address this because I've seen this a few times now. Yes, we have seen the reports on Cody Rhodes. We'll we'll touch on that at the end. Yeah, I'll, I'll just bring that up. I just want to get through the the, the the SmackDown things first and then talk about that because I mean that's been the talk of the town for a while now. So like, yes, it's a big story, but like I saw the headline, I was like, all right, like you know the the he's essentially we've I've at least partially assumed. Although it's complicated, there's at one point I was like, okay, I guess he's not coming. Uh, but on some level, it's like you've had to assume he's, he's going to be signing uh, for weeks now. And now it's his family, supposedly, reportedly official. Um, but I got, got, some, got some support for Liv here. Dude, saying it's going to be Liv Mania, Ray and Liv new champions. And that's just saying they could do a surprise of Ray and Liv. I mean, anything other than uh, Carmella and Zelina winning would not really be a, like a, a huge surprise. Like I'd be very, very, very surprised. I would be very surprised if Natty and Shane. Okay, won. yeah, that too. So like, okay, that, that that'd be surprising too. Like I think either of those outcomes would be uh, unexpected. But um, Michael saying Liv needs to win the most, never had a title WWE. I mean, 
true. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Yeah. But like Sasha and Naomi is just such a like Rhea and Lib Liv is a vibe in one way, but Sasha and Naomi is just a feel good vibe. And I think we just need to just have that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I think it makes sense. Um, I'm here for it. Um, I think I'd be hap- the happiest with them winning because it's Sasha Banks and Naomi. I think they deserve it. Not, and, and everyone, like, they all deserve I, I, it. I would make the argument that out of everyone in the match, Liv Morgan as a single deserves something. But as a unit, I think Sasha and Naomi are too good. I think Rhea's got to be free to challenge whomever wins that title match. Yeah, I John and I talked about on the Monday show for Raw. I think you know Rhea is going to be the big summer feud for who Bianca. should be Bianca Belair. I think that's the big thing that they should be building to. Uh, I really we get all, we get all, granted, all, Bianca does not need to win. What? Yes, she well, does. I, well, well I hold on. So. Let me back up. I mean that in the way that like they're not headlining, so it's not like you're ending on a dour note if Bianca loses. That's what I mean. Yaka needs to win from a story perspective because otherwise you look silly. However, you look silly anyway because uh, Becky Lynch beat you two times already back in September or October, whatever. Like, I'm not seeing the urgency for Bianca to win, but I do think that's the only proper way to tell the story. Right, that's that's what I mean. Like, if, if she doesn't, then it's like, what have we been even doing all this time? Why did Becky beat her in 28 seconds? Why did she lose, you know, whatever it was? Like, I think she got a rematch. Uh, she had there was some triple threat extreme rules, and I think she had one of the opportunity. Oh, and also crown jewel. So, like, why, uh, like, go through all of that and never lose? Like, WrestleMania is meant for those, you know, by by and large, you can't have every babyface win, but by and large, for those, uh, you know, feel good moments, but do you just think Becky could have the, the three peat here of WrestleMania moments here? Um, 38, 36, and yeah, I guess in 35 too, technically. So, um, I could see that, but I, I, I'll be a little, a little salty if, if Bianca loses because, like, Kat's kind of like right there. And if she doesn't, it's like, well, then what, then what does she do next? Like, she kind of, I feel, needs that one, but we could talk a whole nother whole while about the raw, raw side of things. We got SmackDown run through as well. Not a whole, whole, whole lot otherwise. We talked about the women's side titles here. Um, we had uh, a, a brief match with uh, Nakamura and, and Rick Boogs getting win over the Lethal Lovers. Uh, and I, I only bring that up just to repeat that it feels like it's a lock that those guys are winning WrestleMania. Which so silly. I, I don't agree with at all. Like it's the Usos versus. I think the Usos were, and I'll say that I think they retain the titles. I don't know. I I, I think they should. I I just like. Wait till I, you hear what I think the Raw titles are. <laughs> what are the Raw titles going to do? Well, no, I think I think Alpha Academy will win the belts on Monday, and then I think they're just going to have Randy RKO Riddle and say, "Hey, guess what? They're fighting at WrestleMania." Ha <laughs> ha! Just. Just thought you, you thought you weren't gonna get that, but you are. <laughs> I can see it. That's a sad thing. I can see it. Um, and honestly, like talk. Oh, there's one. Okay, two other quick things. All right. So we had Pat McAfee get ordered to the the principal's office. Some of that, I mean, Vince McMahon's office. We did not get to see what happened in said meeting. Pat McAfee comes to the ring and talks about surprise, surprise, how much he loves professional wrestling. And to that, I say, 
wow, he must be bummed out. He's on SmackDown. Um, uh, well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But <laughs> I thought that was funny. But uh, they're talking about getting, getting, um, you know, landing the job. WWE has been dreaming of it. Then again, they have the, the WrestleMania match. Uh, Austin Theory comes down, and McAfee supposedly had to apologize. And to that, I say, in theory, Robert, this is supposedly a wrestling show. They brawled. Why should he have to apologize to a guy that he was already set to be facing? Like, because he's facing? supposed to be a professional, Colin. You can't just stop what you're doing and beat up some schmuck named Austin. Okay, you got to be a professional. You gotta, yeah, I gotta, gotta just do your job and then get him in the ring when it's time. But Charlotte Flair powerbombed Ronda Rousey through through a table. But that's her profession. She's a wrestler. All right. The other there. Got to be a professional. So, fine. Fine. I just thought it was a little silly. He is an, I know he's an announcer, and I was pointing out, like, he's not a wrestler. So, in theory, like, he shouldn't be attacking people. But, like, he, he was provoked. Like, you know, I don't know. Took me out of it a little bit. Uh, Eddie's saying it would be a good match. But we had theory looking like a bit of a jabroni. He, he said, like, oh, you got to apologize. Uh, we had McAfee saying, I'm sorry that, like, I kicked your ass. I'm sorry. Like, you're called like a bitch or something. Uh, and then... Now, uh, then Theory's like, ha, ha you apologized, and he, and he like pushed him and then ran away. It's like, <laughs> all right. Um, seemed a little weird. Oh, it could be a good match. Good for Pat McAfee. He had a good promo. Again, I, I thought, you know, it was good. It made it clear that he really does love wrestling and he, he's very passionate about it. Um, do you think he's going to win WrestleMania? Again, you got to have some of the matches where like, not every good guy's going to win. So, like, it'd be weird if he lost, but, like, Theory could benefit from a win. Maybe if we have something like Vince McMahon being the referee or something, to screw him over. I think the win probably goes to McAfee, but the real win is that McMahon gets physical with someone. Yeah. I mean, that's been kind of going around the, the rumor mill here. Uh, they'll somehow get involved uh, somewhat physically. Um, to what extent, I don't know. Uh, it probably won't be an actual match, but it could be the special free or, or something. Um, I don't know. But unless, well, they, they said he lost the match, right? Like they, he, he said, uh, Macker said he would lose the match if he didn't apologize. He did apologize, and there's like, haha, you apologize. So good enough for the terms. So I was gonna say, if you do that, he lost the match, but now he can get a match with Vince McMahon. I was gonna say, yeah. You know, you, like you say these things and they sound silly, but then I'm like, but they could because, because, like, let's look at what we're doing here. Stone Cold Steve Austin did an interview. You might have been the one that transcribed it for WrestleZone. I don't even know. He did an interview with Rich Eisen and said, I'm getting in ring shape. This comeback is for me. And they're not advertising a wrestling match. Are you insane? The money that you're leaving on the table, I could pay off my mortgage with. Like, what are you doing? That is, why, that is why I think that this company will just be like, ha, it's actually Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. <laughs> and then just go, ha, it's actually Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Like, okay, sure. That's yeah. where we're at now. Because they're just doing whatever, whenever. And we're not Why supposed ever. to think too hard about this. Yeah. Now she's saying she expected Pat to slap him. I mean, would have made sense, you know, but then again, he's got to be professional, doesn't want to get in further trouble, 
I guess. Um, and and re- actually risk losing the match. But then as Robert just said, maybe they'll maybe they'll swerve it anyway. Maybe we'll see some shenanigans go down next week. Uh, next week will be the second to the last, right? Yeah, two weeks from now. So it's second to the last show before WrestleMania. So who even knows? Could do some weird things. Speaking of weird things, Robert, we had the advertised match of Kobe Kingston versus uh, Ridge Holland tonight. Of course, we talked about it last week, the very, very, very unfortunate accident that uh, Biggie suffered a, a broken neck last week. He updated, he's done a couple updates. He fractured some of his vertebrae. Uh, there have been kind of differing reports about exactly how serious injury is and, and what it could mean for his career. I don't want to speak to that right now because we just don't, don't really know. But he's he's on the show. He's, he's hurt. It, it's very, very unfortunate, very sad for someone as beloved as Biggie. Then, uh, earlier today, they advertised uh, Kofi versus Rich Holland, the same guy that uh, accidentally injured injured Biggie. And I don't think any it's unfair to blame Holland for what happened. I, I, accidents happen. This is true. Uh, but then it did seem a little weird that uh, they would have a singles match like that. I mean, there was a tag match last week. Just, I don't know. I saw some some comments on Twitter, like it seemed a little weird to have uh, a singles match again the next week. That's what they did. I thought... This was setting up uh, Kofi, uh, sorry, Xavier Woods' return didn't happen tonight, tonight at least, but it was interesting because uh, when it was time for the match, Michael Cole said, okay, you know, Kofi wants revenge for Ridge Holland breaking Biggie's neck. And then they showed the replay of the of the injury, including, and then exactly Michael saying uh, they played into an angle tonight. They showed the, the injury itself. A lot of people thought they would kind of, you know, freeze frame it or, or skip over the injury itself. No, they showed it. Full-on video package. Well, once showed... you know he's okay, you're good to show it. Yeah, and then they showed Biggie's updates as well with the, with the neck brace. Thing is okay. Thank you the fans for support. Everybody loves Biggie. Biggie is the best. Much what you know, best wishes to Biggie there. Um, and then they had that, and we had um, again Cole saying that Kofi wanted revenge for this accident. And then literally, I think it was like the next minute, he said, "Oh, I, I spoke to Rich Holland earlier today, and he said oh, he he apologized and he wishes the best for Biggie and respects him as, as a competitor and then so on." So I was like, that makes like next to zero sense. Kofi wants revenge for an accident and Rich Holland is sorry. So you're kind of like undercutting. I'm not They could have had the match anyway because they've been beefing anyway. But then to do both things literally in the span of like a minute seemed a little weird. And again, I thought we were going to get uh, Xavier, Xavier returning tonight uh, to set up some kind of tag team match or something. Uh, yes, well, Butch was a ring side. <laughs> I think Steven Zillis on Raw as well. The WWE butchered Pete Dunne's career. Uh, all about that Butch here on SmackDown now. The, the artist formerly known as Pete Dunn. Dunn uh, essentially cost Kofi the match. Again, I thought Xavier would come out. Didn't happen. Um, not to say that can't happen next week or the week after, but I feel like that's where we're going anyway. I don't know what's up with Xavier Woods. I thought he's... He came back. So they're on, clearly, on the house show, that's right. They're yeah. clearly acting like he didn't, though, because yeah. they didn't even mention it. So that's... One of many weird things. I don't know what's going on there. I have to assume it's going to be Kofi and Xavier versus some permutation of Ridge, Butch, and Sheamus. Probably, honestly, Sheamus and uh, Ridge at this point. I don't know. No. I mean, I hope I hope that happens. At this point, Eddie's saying, uh, Robert, I think Sean must have a Fightful tweet. I reported this initially over on Fightful Select. The initial plan was for a six-man before Biggie got hurt, yes. and now Biggie's hurt. So, again, I would have to think they're going to do some kind of two-on-two because I don't see any of them like, having an honorary New Day member or anything. Like, I think they can only really do a two-on-two kind of thing. Um, I don't really know where this is going, but it seems like the most natural direction at this point. Yeah, I would just do 
two on two and then have Sheamus win the Intercontinental title. I'm very strong on that's what he needs to do. It's the one belt he hasn't won. He should just win it because that's a moment, right? That's what we're doing here. We're doing moments. Yeah. There's your moment. He's a Grand Slam champion now. There you go. I'm on board with it. I like it. So, again, very, very unfortunate thing with Biggie. Like, to see it against Knight just really, like, bummed me out. I was like, just so, so unfortunate. Very much hoping that Biggie has a full recovery as soon as as soon as possible. Regard, like, hopefully he comes back as, as soon as possible. Regardless, we just want, bit, want him to be happy, healthy, and safe there because it's just very unfortunate. They did do a temporary New Day member of KO years ago, but that was just to set up an eventual feud. So, I don't think they would bring on somebody just as, like, a, a one-and-only member or anything. And even if they did, I don't know who it would be at this point. So again, it's, I would assume it's going to be two on two, and that's fine. But um, one guy, one guy not on the show tonight was Ricochet, the, the IC champion. I don't even know if he's going to be have a match WrestleMania. In theory, he should. Like, he's a champion. He should. He should. And they, that's they've the story like, we've been telling. Yeah, they've they've been saying like, oh, you essentially have to have a title to be on a WrestleMania card, but zero indication of, of that happening tonight. They could easily do something next week or even the week after, but um, I don't know. If if not Ricochet, or sorry, uh, if 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 he has a match, which I would assume he does, if they don't do this tag team, I would say, as you just said, Robert, maybe Sheamus. That'd be a good match. We've seen it dozens of times in the last year, but um, I don't know. This No one feels like clearly in that spot right now, like, you know, McIntyre is busy. Few happy Corbin, happy Corbin. They're they're kind of engaged with each other. Uh, Michael Slay maybe says Zara will come back. I don't know about that. Like he seems like he's there. They've gone separate ways. Not to say that, that that he can never come back, but I don't know if he'd come back to WrestleMania. Um, so I wouldn't. I would. I myself wouldn't bank on that. I would say it's if anything, it's going to be some. I don't know some some clicker thrown together thing. But that was SmackDown. We talked about it before. We had where numbers were before. Many of you said it was a good show, and I, again, I appreciate the, the enthusiasm. The things I liked, I liked the the, the forklift thing. Um, <laughs> no, that was about it. Um, there was the the, the, the woman's tag match was good. There were other things that I I, I, I thought Sammy was doing a, a good job of this Knoxville thing. So there were good things, but uh, I do want to take a minute to just talk about yes, as I mentioned earlier. Sorry, I knocked my microphone. Just want to mention, yes, there was um, a report right before SmackDown. It was probably around 7 o'clock. Reportedly, officially, supposedly, Cody Rhodes. Wow. All, all three of those words in one in one take. Reportedly, officially, supposedly. Intentionally right. so. Just to show how convoluted the story has become. Again, uh, Cody, leaves, Cody officially left AEW on February 15th, just over a month ago now. And since then, I think we've gotten at least like five you know, noteworthy reports of like, okay, he's, he's coming to WWE. I think the initial, like, one of the first reports is, okay, he's leaving and expect to sign WWE, but that was never official. Then at one point there was like, you know, they don't, they're uncertain about Cody Rhodes' status. They don't know what he's doing. And then and it like, was talks fizzled out. Yes. Uh, was, so the latest one is directly from Mike Johnson of PW Insider that says, spoiler, the definitive Cody Rhodes update. Headline. <laughs> Cody Rhodes has signed with WWE. Multiple WWE sources have confirmed. Rhodes inked his deal about 10 to 14 days ago. The current plan, according to Johnson, is to have Rhodes debut WrestleMania weekend, with the early word among those in the company being that Rhodes will be headed to the Raw brand. 
Now, uh, Fightful Select had their own update, basically saying that the latest on Cody Rhodes is WWE is acting like he's within the company. They could not confirm that he's put pen to paper. Um, of course, everyone's reporting that he should be um, fighting Rollins. Reports are that that's for Sunday. Interesting, because Owens is on Saturday. Um, really, so we're still up in the air here. But if you're watching the show, you know that he's coming. They were too cute on Monday with the nightmares and the dashings and the dashed <laughs> and the dreams and the crossroads and the they're too cute with all of it. Yeah. Um and again, I I know it's a big deal, folks. Okay, I know it's a big story. He's the first. He's a former AW EVP, obviously a, a very big name. Uh, obviously, he, he was big in before AW, and then and then everything he did with AW. Um, so no, of course it's it's a big deal. And like we talked about it before, uh, in theory, he'll be a, he's a, he's a big get. He could he could instantly slot in in the main event scene on Raw. Yeah, we talk about here if he faces Seth. You know there are plenty of cool matchups. Maybe you know revisiting the legacy, legacy stuff for Randy Orton or facing Kevin Owens. Like there's a lot of cool stuff they can do. I we've talked about it before. What does this look like six months from now? Like what's I I don't trust that it's gonna be. Um, Six months from now, Cody Rhodes should be the World Heavyweight Champion. There is a part of me that where it stings that Cody Rhodes wouldn't leave the company and then demand, I want a world title shot. Yeah, I know. Look, pal, it's fake. Like, I, I'm not saying like, he's going to demand a world title shot in that way. But, like, why wouldn't you say, hey, I'm leaving the company I founded. Let's give me a main event at WrestleMania. You know, give me the WWE title. All for him being on Raw. Raw needs him. Like, we're, we're distracted right now because Raw has nothing. Raw has no main event. The main event featuring the Raw title is a SmackDown primary match. Yeah. Don't know what they're going to do when they merge the belts. No clue. But Cody should be headlining the Raw show. And Rollins, it's fine. It's a good match. There's something missing. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, John, our own colleague, John Clark for us his own, like when the, when the report came out, I wrote it up. You know, that was uh, the first reportedly official uh, confirmation that he had signed. And John said, oh, I hope Collins is as hyped up as I am. You should be hyped. I will tell you that. You shouldn't. I know. I'm, skeptical. What you're I'm, I'm too skeptical to, to be hyped. Because again, like we've talked about it before, but like he left AW and then I, they're not perfect. Okay. They have their own issues. But like to leave AW and come to WWE, why? Because you, you, you're creatively frustrated and you think that's going to be better here? I think people underestimate dreams. And I think people. It, look, it's fine to say I got that out of my system, but when you can cut a promo on TV talking about the only thing I ever wanted was to win the title that they took away from my daddy at the garden, that means something at the end of the day. 
that means something. You want WrestleMania. Is are there bigger things? Sure. At the end of the day, you can't underestimate somebody's real dreams. And let's be real, if AEW is kind of like, hey man, we're doing fine without you, bud. Then why wouldn't I just go over to WWE that gave me the same line six years ago, seven years ago, whatever it was. My worry for Cody, and as a fan of Cody, is that Cody ends up looking like an afterthought everywhere after all of this. Because I think he's too good for that. I think they fucked up when they did the whole, hey, you can't challenge for the AEW world title. That's a mistake. That was, that was a mistake because it handcuffed him. He ended up having lame feuds. Yeah. And now he's looking to go back to WWE for some sort of fulfillment of what we don't know. But it feel it feels odd. It feels off. And we won't really get a feel. So not even when he's in the ring. He needs to be on the microphone and he needs to sell us his decision to come back. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm curious to see what, what he says. I'm curious to see what essentially what they let him say or, or what or what he's allowed to say. And at least at least in a general sense, a general sense. I'm not saying they're gonna script every word. I'm saying like again, we've talked about it before. I don't know if they're gonna like acknowledge everything he's done since LWE, like, like like building helping build AW and all that stuff. Um, so I'm curious. I'm curious. I am skeptical. I'm I'm excited because it, at least it's interesting. It's different, right? That's John. I talk talk about that a lot. At, least, at very least, it's different. It's something new to talk about. Something new to think about. It's like whereas a lot of times, same old stuff, same old people. At least like, it's a big injection of somebody new, and that's good. That is good. Michael's saying at least for the reason why Kurtz came back. Money's more important at the stage. He is a father, so you want that security, of course. Uh, and Cody can't control Tony anymore. I mean, Tony Khan has kind of like, you know, it, the, that, that's been reported before. For the he, amount of times that Tony will say in every interview, well, things have gotten better ever since I took over control. Okay. That's very important to him. Also, I think it's important to say Cody didn't burn any bridge. From what it seems, Cody didn't burn a single bridge. You know, no. I know Hunter called to congratulate him when he became a father. I know, you know, he's still got a great relationship with people over there. It's going to be interesting to see because I'm not interested in the one match. Right. I'm interested in the promo. I'm interested in the story because even if he's the only character doing anything worth a damn on TV, he needs to be a character doing something worth a damn on TV. Yeah, I agree. But uh, at the very least, for that one match, it should be very good. We got Eddie saying Seth Rollins is the only top star of the WrestleMania match. So, of course, it makes sense to have Cody you know, challenge him or, or face him because uh, everyone else is kind of busy, essentially. So, ironically, and maybe that was planned all along. Maybe, maybe at least in some way they've been planning this and like that's the way that the cards fell or, anyway. Or maybe he's the guy that attacked the Creed brothers because... That's my dusty copy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, uh, or, yeah, you know, apples, oranges, you don't, they're all fruit. It all works somehow. I like it. Um, that'd be interesting to see Cody involved there. But, of course, it is going to be a good match. Well, not just like the, the um, 
the the motive of having two stop two top stars face off they're both very good like it's gonna be a good match like but again as we're saying you're kind of beyond that is uh that's where the real entry guys are always going to go move forward here. Speaking of AW, one quick question from DJ. Do we think WWE is going to sign Joey Janela? No. <laughs> Joey did an interview the other day. Beyond beyond the, the stylistic class there, Joey Janela did an interview with Denise Salcedo, basically saying he doesn't know if he's going to sign a contract ever again. Like He is very much Yeah, all... listen, Joey Janela did an interview where he said he doesn't want to sign a contract. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, like Joey Janela isn't going to WWE. There's no interest on either side. Yeah, uh, Joey Janela is a wrestler. Joey Janela. Joey Janela. Joey Janela is a is Joey Janela. Like, uh, you know, he's he doesn't fit AEW really. He doesn't fit WWE. He fits the Indies. He fits yeah. the free spirits of the world. He's gonna go on spring break, and and I'm sure it's gonna be an amazing show where he's gonna play like, Xbox. He's in Xbox. Yeah, that'll be good. And he's doing great stuff. And they're like. All over the place. He's one of those guys. Like I feel again, I can't speak for him, but like based on every kind of indication we've seen, he seems to be much happier, kind of doing his own thing. He's just sort of kind of more of a free spirit, whereas like WWE, not the not the place to do that. So you know, everybody has their own kind of uh, path in, in wrestling. So Cody, Cody's path, supposedly now taking to WWE, uh, and Joey's could be you know just back to the independent scene where he's doing great things. So you know, with that. It's WrestleMania season. Again, I have not meant to be a downer. I didn't think tonight's show was that great. But hopefully, you know, it's still WrestleMania time. At the very least, like it's still, I don't know. <laughs> it's something to look forward to. The, the I'm sure WrestleMania itself will be a good show. The build there, the road there has not been the best. Hopefully next week will be better. Uh, we got the next week and then the week after that for the go-home shows here. Uh, for, uh, ahead of WrestleMania. But here's hoping that it will be better than tonight. And not to say tonight was like, bad but it's WrestleMania. God, we still haven't really hit the high gear in my opinion it's not too late to do it although it's we're getting there we're we're we're, we're on the home stretch here so um you know i'm looking forward to it but um not as much as i want to be so with that robert as initially it's 15 days yeah with that uh schedule printing robert you and i are here on fridays john here john and i are here on uh monday's talk about raw although john i don't know if you, I, I don't know if you know this robert john's gonna be at all four shows of course he weekend. is the man is the committed. man is, uh, is not only is he committed he he lives a good life you know bless john clark so schedule permitting we're here on fridays schedule permitting uh if john's not all all out and about we're here we're here on mondays and tuesdays to talk about raw nxt the two dama dudes on the rampage marcus and dominic cover all things AEW. Otherwise, we've always got a great stream of, stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. Uh, I have an interview with Big Demo coming up soon, former Killian Dane. He's de- debuting for New Japan this week, uh, this Sunday, I mean. And uh, so I have an interview about that going up. Should be the first one tomorrow. Otherwise, Bill Pritchard recently interviewed many more people than I could be named. Dutch Mantel, uh, Tasha Steeles. I don't remember all of them, but all of them more always available on all of the platforms. Dutch Mantel, Tasha Steeles. I know that you guys have interviews up. With, like you said, Killian Dane, you've interviewed Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona like three times. I mean, we got we got some good interviews, man. And all that and available is more uh, all available on all, all, the, all the archives, like on Spotify, YouTube, all the good stuff you know to find us. With that being said, Robert, you want to plug your stuff before we get out of here? Hey, listen, add Dude Felice everywhere. You need to just follow me right now because 
Because if I'm not getting followers, then what are we even doing? How do, <laughs> how do I validate my existence without your follows? Okay, so there's that. There's Fightful. There's Fightful Select. Sean Rossap is the hardest working man breaking scoops all across the world of wrestling. And I think he deserves all the support in the world. And that's it for me. So there we go. With that, as we always say, Wall's a terrifying place. It really is. But we come here to escape all that, to talk about the world of wrestling, whether it's good, bad, or in between. So that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And with that, it's Rodos Mania. It's a wonderful time. And with that, Robert, here all summer, we do one thing, but of all of those, can you tell me what it is? Very wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.